Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a bi-demisexual girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, nudity in art. Sounds Sounds fake, fake, but but okay. okay. Welcome back to the pod. Yep. So true. I hope everyone has had a great week. I have not. Kayla, why have you not? (laughs) (laughs) Yesterday, I spent six hours in the hospital with Dean. Um, He is fine. It's something weird happening with his arm. It looks nasty. They don't know what happened. (laughs) But it's fine. I love that for you. Yeah. So just another Kayla goes to the ER adventure. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, also, this is also housekeeping. I received copies of our book in yeah. the mail last week, the, the day s- after we recorded. And so have several other people. I don't know if it's just a thing with our publisher, because I know this has been happening with Cody's book, I Am Ace, which comes out the same day as ours. Like, mm-hmm. people have been getting their book since December. Um, <laughs> like, people that pre-ordered it. So I don't know why that's happening. But now people... At least three people that we know of have the book early. Um, and Kayla does not. And I don't, which I'm really pissed about. Um, do you know where those people ordered the books from? Because no. my friend who already got it ordered it from books- bookshop.org. Yeah, I'm guessing it's people that ordered it from like indie places. Not yeah. like, because I think if you order it from like Barnes and Noble, they don't even ship it until the release day. Which is why people are getting, like, March 1st as their delivery date. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you bought it at bookshop.org, you might be getting it early. So surprise! Yeah, here's all I'll say is that maybe you should just pre-order it from, like, bookshop.org now. Now. And you'll probably get it, like, really soon. So if you want it early, you should just pre-order it and then you'll have it now. Yeah, I've got six hot and fresh copies right here, and Kayla's got none. I'm so mad. It's because we aren't sure which if they sent it to my old address, and they haven't told me yet. Which makes me think that they're just sending me new ones and decided not to tell me that I didn't give them my address fast enough. I don't know. Who knows? Has, it's maybe, maybe not someone at your old place in has Baton them. Rouge is going to get a sick, sick gift. Yeah, I could call my old landlord i just like really don't feel like it so i haven't that's valid but maybe i should anyway uh this is not the fault of our publisher at all i just didn't give them my updated address i think it's funny i would think it's funny if i had them i'll think it's funny later (laughs) you'll think it's funny later no i the thing i mostly think is funny what i meant was that uh people are just getting our book like a month early i just think that's funny (laughs) Yeah, it's very weird because I, like, haven't really wrapped my mind around it that, like, it's just out. Like, I wasn't prepared. Like, I wasn't prepared for that. Like, I know people have already been reading it early on, like, NetGalley and stuff. mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I wasn't really. Yeah, my friend, friend, like, texted me about, like, the first couple lines and she was like, I love it. (laughs) See, that's, I'm not ready for that. 
<laughs> the other day, someone I know here in Boston was like, oh, it's coming out next month. That's so exciting. And he was like, is there anything I can do to like support you or anything? Like other than buying the book. And I was like, yeah, that's really it. I was like, if you hate it, like, don't tell me. Like, I don't say Shut anything. The fuck up. <laughs> and he was like, how about I just never tell you when I read it? And so you'll never know. And I was like, that's actually perfect. I just like don't want to know if or when you ever read it. Like, that's fine, yeah. actually. Yeah. It's just uh, weird with people I actually know, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Well, buy our book. Buy our book. Sounds fake. Oh, someone did tell me uh, a lovely listener named Grace who got their book today said that they've started uh, listening to the bonus episodes that come with it and that they really like them. So that's very exciting. Grace is, I bet Grace is the first one to hear them. Probably. Grace, you've done it. You did it. Uh, yeah. So also just a reminder that bonus episodes in the book. So get into it. They get progressively less serious as they go. Yeah. So uh, look forward to that. All right. Um, Kayla, what are we talking about this week? This week we're going to – this was a, one of the suggestions my roommates had when I was having a brainstorm obsession with them the other day about nudity in art and what the difference is between, like, just – someone being nude in art and like porn or it being like sexually explicit. Um, Sarah and I are not art or art history experts. No, I don't think we mean to come in this with giving you anything informed. Just our thoughts and opinions as always. I will in fact start with an anecdote about BTS. (laughs) Great. Just what was it yesterday as we're recording? Uh, my main man, Min Yoongi, my bias, was at the was at Fashion Week in Paris because they're all just trading off, going to Fashion Week, ships in the night, passing in the air. Um, and he was at the Valentino show. And first of all, he was seated next to Sam Smith. And then next to Sam Smith was Charlie XCX. And then there was a random person wearing bright pink. Well, she's probably not random to her, but like someone I didn't know. And then on the other side of her was Doja Cat. And I was like, why didn't you put Doja Cat next to my guy? That would have been good. (laughs) Anyway, he was at the Valentino uh, avant-garde fashion show. And there was there was one where this the, the model was wearing like big pants and and she was just like not really wearing a shirt. So her tits were out. And there is a video of her, you know, walking the runway and you can see Yoongi in the background just like not looking at her. And <laughs> to, to be to be honest, uh, all of the videos, he was kind of looking further down the runway. Like, I think he just like wasn't so much looking yeah. at them as they were passing him like he was yeah. looking at them as they were coming up. But uh, people were making jokes about it. And so I thought it was just like funny because that's like a very yeah. him thing to just yeah. like not just do not perceive. Yeah. But some people then were getting like weird about it. Yeah. And being like, especially the hats. Always the hats. The hat, always the hats. And like some people were making jokes about like, oh, yeah, that doesn't phase him. He sees Namjoon's tits all the time. Namjoon <laughs> being another member of BTS. Yeah. And, like, that I found pretty funny. But then, like, people were being like, oh, well, he knows not to look at other girls. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Okay. 
Well, because you know also that if he had looked for a second too long, it would be in the fucking tabloids. So, like, yes. if anything, he's protecting himself. Probably, yeah. Um, that's what I would do. But it just led to this very annoying discourse because, like, yeah. I thought the video was funny, but, like, anything beyond, oh, that's funny, was starting to piss me off because yeah. people were, like, getting way, way too into it because, you know, that's that's nudity and – yeah. In Korea, it's a lot more conservative and it's less free the nip in Korea than it is in France. <laughs> yeah. And so it's it's just like, you know, it, there's, a, there's a cultural difference, but also it's just like, I mean, it is art, but it's nudity, but it's art, but people are going to perceive it a certain way, which ties in to this episode. Yeah, I mean, it's like... It's a really weird line of what is someone being nude in a piece of art or like say if they're like dancing or like it's like a sex scene in a movie or even like mm -hmm. a sex scene in like a stage play or something. Um, yeah. And then like what is like porn or what is erotic. Yeah. As that judge once said with porn, you mm. know it when you see it. Yeah. But I think that's true of like explicit sex scenes. But what about just nudity? What, like, at what point does artful nudity become, like, exposing yourself? <laughs> and I think that's that's a little less clear. Yeah. Well, I did look at, like, see if there's any, like, articles or anything on this, because mm -hmm. not to be too informative on this podcast, but I wanted yeah. to see. We, we, we should never do that. No. Um, and it does seem like this is, like, similar to, like, the porn thing of, like, I know it when I see it, is it's just, like, something that's very much so up for debate in, like, yeah. the art world and, like, no one, you know, really has a full grasp on it. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was interesting. It's this article on Art Finder. Um, it was kind of talking about how, like, it's all about context. Yeah. And um, about, like, whether... They're like the art is just like nudity itself and that's all you should get from it. Or if like mm -hmm. there's a deeper meaning to the painting. Yeah. And they were kind of saying like if you're looking at this painting and all you can get from it is like that's a naked person, then like maybe that's just porn. But if it's for yeah. like a deeper meaning, then like, you know, like, like they were talking just a, about that's just an oil paint dick pic. <laughs> yeah. Like they were talking about there's I don't know if I know this painting, but it's a Keith herring mural yeah. um that has a lot of penises i guess yeah. um but it's about like the mural is about like hiv and aids awareness and stuff like that mm -hmm. so obviously like that is art but right. then it's like when do you get to the point where you're like well i could assign meaning to this and then when do you when is it just a penis you know yeah and it's also just like there are so many cultural and just like personal differences yeah like yeah there's going to be a different cultural understanding of like what nudity is bad in uh, paris versus in dubai but there also might be a one random person in dubai who's like no this is fine and then there might be one random person in paris who's like no this is horrible like it's there there are trends and stuff but like it really is just individual thought yeah. And people well, will I think, just fucking argue about it. Yeah. Well, I think it's also like it's it's comes, I think, even more complicated when you're looking at like 
women in nudity specifically in art. Like I'm thinking of like fine art as it were, like paintings and sculptures and stuff like yeah. typical museum stuff rather than like physical, like dancing or acting or like fashion, stuff like that. Art, yeah. yeah, performance art. Um, Like I feel like you see nude women far more often in like say like ancient greek well i guess ancient greek there are a lot of men's pieces um i had a thing i would like to go into about that but continue your point okay like renaissance paintings you know, where there's always like the woman lounging with like her tits out or whatever um i like but it, it reminded, when it's just one tit out and it's like, i do think that's fun <laughs> just a one um, but it reminds me of this thing that we saw actually in um the met when we were there and i found it in this one bbc article it's this like poster i think from the 80s there was like this feminist kind of movement about um there's like too many naked women in in museums so basically it's a poster of like this naked woman with like a gorilla mask on and it says do women do women have to be naked to get into the met museum less than four percent of the artists in the modern art sections are women but 76 percent of the nudes are female so just kind of like the vast majority of women in art in the Met were nude or else it was like men, Um, which like is very interesting because would I classify like a Renaissance painting of a woman lounging there with a tit out as porn or as sexualized? Not really. But is that because it's like an old painting and like, I'm not getting anything out of that because it's not something that like in a modern sense, I am like stimulated by. Yeah. Like, because when those were, painted i don't really i don't know about enough about art history to know like why those were being painted but i can't imagine they were being painted as porn because like that kind of thing wasn't okay back then yeah i like i don't know how often women just had one tit out back in the yeah i don't know yeah it's, it's interesting because like on one hand it was more puritanical back then yeah but on the other hand there were less like if you were just like a lower class person, like sometimes you would just walk around with your tits out. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, because, like, not, and it wasn't a statement. It wasn't like an abnormal thing. Yeah. But then, like, in the upper echelons, it, you know, they, they got all puritanical about it. And it, it's, it's just weird because both of those things exist at the same time. Uh, yeah. My thing about statues of men, Greek statues of naked men. Mm hmm. I don't have a good understanding of the average dick. And so my only, every time I see like a a, a, a naked man sculpture, I'm like, mm-hmm. is that like an average dick? <laughs> I don't know. But also wasn't there a thing about like them making the dick smaller in those statues is like an insult? Or am I making that up? I sometimes certainly. Hmm. But then sometimes it was like to be like, oh yes, this is. But so then, so then, like that's like my only. I don't just like study flaccid dicks or non-flaccid dicks for that matter. But as but as I learned on this podcast many moons ago, not all dicks are the same size when when they're just yes. hanging out. Yeah, and so and so I just have no concept of what <laughs> a, yeah a, an average dick is actually like and so then when i see those sculptures i'm like is that it is i guess i haven't looked at a i haven't looked at a sculpture like that in a while so i'm trying to think but i feel like they do all kind of look pretty small 
that's what I always think when I look at them, but I don't know if that's just my misunderstanding of what a normal average dick is. I mean, I haven't seen, like, too many dicks in my day. Yeah. And I've only seen, like, one in the past four years. (laughs) (laughs) Except for the occasional, like, full frontal on the television. Those always scare me. Yeah. You know what's funny? Is we were watching Holes last night, Mm -hmm. the movie. Yeah. With young Shia LaBeouf. And my roommate goes... After this, we should watch that music video that Shia LaBeouf is in that he's just full frontal nude. And I was like, so you're telling me you just looked at child Shia LaBeouf and this was your first thought? And he was like, yeah, every time I see him, that's all I can think about. And I was like, you are nasty. Oh, all I can think of is the Shia LaBeouf song. Um, Yeah, we did talk extensively about whether filming the movie Holes made him a cannibal. Oh, okay, good. Um, I... For some reason, this made me think of the fact that I have a friend who has a hamster. Okay. And the the hamster has really big balls, and they scare me. I don't like them. They make me so uncomfortable. Yeah, rodents are nasty like that. And and every time I say something about it, she's like, don't sexualize my son. (laughs) And I'm like, I can't help it. I'm genuinely scared. I they make me so uncomfortable. Like disproportionate sized balls to the size of this little hamster. And it just scares me. Anyway. I'm like skimming an article about the history of women in nude paintings. Mm -hmm. Um, I it's a long article, so I can't I simply can't read the whole thing. But it does seem like like pre-Renaissance. That nude women, it was mostly in, like, um, like religious paintings, like Adam and Eve yeah. type yeah. vibe. Tits out for God. And then the first, or, like, um, anatomical, like, Da Vinci, you know. Um, and then the lady in the, the Birth of Venus, the lady in the shell, mm-hmm. she, that apparently is, like, the first painting for nude, but not religious. I mean... Some people would argue that that's religious, just not for a modern religion. Fair. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like people were just like... Like, some of these are very explicit pictures. Like, I... Like, this... You're not going to want to see this, no, but I you don't have like to. at all. It's just, like a, it's just like a full woman's... Like, her basement Vianya. area. Her her basement area, especially with ph- photography, especially like now. Here's a th- now here's a question. Yeah, male photographers whose main gig is like boudoir shoots and n- nude shoots with women. Thoughts? I think it would probably depend on the dude. Like I yeah. I would I would I would have to do a vibe check. Yeah. Um, but it could be very weird. I just feel like I've heard of so many male photographers that, like, that's their thing. Yeah. And it's like, but why? Because I'm sure some of them have great intentions. Yeah. But then others, I'm like, it's like a male gynecologist. There's something yeah. about it that's like. It's just like, I'm way less comfortable with you. And by this, I mean, like, cis men. Yeah. Like, stri- yeah. cis straight men, specifically. Stris, stris men. 
I also think I don't like anything that's genitalia related, and that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like we're talking so much about boobs because, like, boobs are taboo, if you will. But, like, fucking free the nip, like, there's no fucking difference <laughs> between a dude, like, you know, there, there shouldn't be yeah. a difference. And so for me, like, that, if I see a stray boob, I'm like, artistic, beautiful. <laughs> well, because I'm also thinking about it, and, like, most of the art that I'm thinking of that's nude, like, the most that you see is tits and maybe, like, the front of the vagina. You're not seeing, like... It's not like a Viagna shot. It's not, like, in it. The picture I yeah. just showed Sarah, it's in a couple of the pictures in this article, yeah. are, like, that's a pagina. Yeah, and I think that's, pa- like, part of m- the thing that makes me so uncomfortable about, like, photography that has nudity in it is just because it is photorealistic because it is a photo. Yes. And if if it's just, like, tits out or if it's just someone who, like, happens to be naked and that's not the point of the picture, like, yeah. great. But as soon as there's, like, a focus on that I get really uncomfortable, and I don't know if that's just me really fucking hating any brand of genitalia, or if that's me feeling as though it is sexualized. Yeah. Or if those two things are are, are intertwined with me and can't be separated. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird because it's, like... I feel like the debate that I'm seeing, like, in these articles is, like, is it porn versus is it art? Like, it can be both, yeah. right? Like, yeah. porn, when done, like, in a not, ed- like, in a way that is not, like, harmful to the people making it. Like, Exploited that's art, it, right? Yeah. Like, that's a yeah. movie, that's a photo, that's a painting, like, that's art, objectively. Yeah. But then, like, you wouldn't put something that's labeled as porn in, like, the Met. Would you? It's like that weird line of like maybe they maybe they would have a porn room, <laughs> right? But because it like it, show it's, your ID before you end. I guess the line is like, what is appropriate for like what is deemed appropriate by like the higher power for like everyday consumption, right? Like yeah. children go to the museum on a field trip, and there are a yeah. lot of nude paintings, and that's fine. I've heard about like schools that have like nude art classes for like people that are not like minors so what is what is the line of like people saying like yes this is fine for a minor to see versus porn which you have to be 18 or over or else it's technically illegal yeah and i've heard of situations of like people do like figure painting drawing classes where like they have a nude model nude model yeah and like sometimes they're like expecting like they like they're like, oh, this could be like weird and like, and then it's just like an old dude who's just like sitting there with his yeah. neck out. But like, that definitely can put you in a situation where a person could abuse that. That situation. yeah, like, and like, and most people don't. Most people probably just sit there and just are like. Guys, can you hurry up? This is uncomfortable the way I'm sitting. I made a bad Yeah, I mean, I have to imagine, like, because I think, I I guess I don't know how common it is anymore for, like, nude figure standing or whatever, but I feel like Mm -hmm. it used to be very common for art school and stuff. I feel like it still has to be somewhat common because 
I mean, yeah, we have so many like photo and video references, but like part of the whole point when you're doing that is like seeing how like shadows work. Yeah. And like the stuff that like isn't necessarily going to come across when you're, if you're looking at a video or a, a, a picture. Yeah. I just have to imagine that the people they're hiring for that kind of thing are like vetted. You know, Cer- if they're certainly. doing it so often. Yeah. It kind of reminds me, this like feels like a tangent, but of like wearing a Wait, bathing before, suit. Before you go on a tangent, can I just say mm-hmm. one more thing about that? Yeah. That I think the fact that it can, it could be theoretically exploited mm-hmm. brings in the question of, okay, if we're, if we're, if minors are a part of this. Yeah. If minors are in this class, it, like, do, I don't know do that they ever do classes like that with non-adults. I feel like it's a college art thing. It does feel like a college art thing, but like you can't tell me that there's never been someone who was under eighteen. Who, That's fair. You know, like, do their parents have to sign off? Like, what's probably the, what's the protocol? You know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go into your tangent. Oh, it kind of reminds me of like wearing a bathing suit versus wearing underwear. Consent. Of like it, yeah. It's all about like the consent of it. Because if you're like, I have bathing suits and underwear that are like literally the same yeah but you feel much different when someone sees you in your underwear versus when they see you in your bathing suit because it's like the bathing suit was built to be seen yeah like it was built for a certain context it almost feels like art with nudity or like erotic art was like built for a certain purpose and then porn was built for a different purpose different context once again brings me back to bts uh <laughs> there was classic a, there is a video released recently where they once again put like little stickers of their like they were like rehearsing and like i think there was a scene where like you could one of them was like in the background like and they were like changing clothes between sets and so he like wasn't wearing a shirt and so they like put a little sticker of their face over it <laughs> so, Good. That could, so that you couldn't see it and then people were like the discourse always fucking comes up around this about like you know, well, we we saw more in whatever performance, and it's like, yeah, yeah but they they consented to that. Yeah. Like, there's like the reason that they use those little stickers <laughs> is because we're only allowed to see what they're comfortable showing us in a certain context. Yeah, and if this is not a context where they were prepared to have, yeah, th- that scene then they don't have to let you see shit. And, yeah. But but I do I do think you're right in that like you can kind of feel the difference in uh just like straight not straight as in heterosexual but like straightforward art versus porn. Like you can you can tell the difference in the purpose. Like you you yeah. can just like there's a there's a certain vibe to it where you can you can kind of tell like this is what this was made for. And there are certainly um, like movies and shit where like it's supposed to be high art, but you're like, this is fucking gratuitous. Like, yeah, you've, you've taken it too far. Like I can tell yeah. that you're trying to make this artsy, but I can also tell that a man did this. No. Yeah. Like I, um, <laughs> I saw the movie Babylon um, in theaters and it was not good. Um, but there was so much nudity and so much sex in it to the point mm-hmm. of like, this like, is, is not how is like this, this isn't the story? anything. It, it, like, it wasn't. How is how is the audience watching this serving the story? But 
like there's something also so hypocritical about it because you think about like if boobs are in a movie, it ends up being rated like PG-13, right? Even if the only nudity is a pair of tits. But then you go to the fucking Met or you go to the um, whatever the one in Detroit is called. D-I-N. D-I-A. And there's more than tits. And yeah. so it's and they're then they're going on a field trip there. So it's I was, like I was at the DIA recently and I saw tits. So I just don't understand. Like I understand, but it also feels like they're just making up rules. Yeah, welcome to the world. Everything's yeah. made up and the points don't matter. Or there's like this distinction being drawn between like, well, this is a painting, so this is high art. And yeah, this I, is a performance, so it's like whatever. Well, and then it's people deciding what's high art and what's low art, and yeah. you know, it's okay in film, but it's not okay in TV. Well, because film yeah. is seen as higher art than TV, but right. uh, that's kind of changing. Film's not getting lower, but TV's getting higher. Yeah, in terms or of you how think much about like it. like stage shows, like it's yeah. um Equus, Equus, yeah, where like <laughs> um. What's his face? Daniel Radcliffe is just like walking around naked fucking a horse or whatever. Naked ass guy with a horse. And then isn't it like next to normal or something? There's like a full sex scene on stage or like hair. Aren't they nude for like all of hair? Like, how is that not porn? They're not nude for all of it. I don't think. What's like, how is that? Yeah. Because it's art, I guess. Yeah. But then you're telling me if someone made a musical porn on video. What's that then? First of all, I would like to see it. I'm, I would like to see it, actually. Should we call up our friend? <laughs> our friend, the porn writer? Our friend. Someone certainly has to have done that before. Dalton King. I recently took Dalton King to the hospital. I love these hospital trips Dalton we're making. Dalton King is fine. He's writer. fine. Um, we should ask him if he wants to write. A musical porn. Musical porn. I think that'd be amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. But yeah, it's always just like what the zeitgeist is saying is high art versus low art versus some somebody out there is fucking deciding and then enforcing it on the world. And that's often someone who does not deserve that power. But alas. Yeah, I'm reading, just skimming through this BBC article. It's talking about how, like, in porn, the two characteristics are it being sexually explicit and then it's aiming to sexually arouse the viewer. But then you Mm -hmm. come across, like, art through history that is doing those same things. And honestly, I feel like a lot of it, and it talks about this in this article too, comes down to, like, what happened when, like, censorship of art started happening more, like, in a modern sense. Mm-hmm. And people just deciding, like, well, these are historical paintings that we have in museums, so obviously this is fine. So these are fine, but going forward, this will not be fine. Yeah. Well, cause if you think about it, like, how much modern art with nudity do you see in a museum? I don't see a lot of figure paintings in my... Not that I'm a modern art expert. I do not claim to be. Yeah. Uh, but of the modern art that I have seen, I, I feel like I don't see a lot of figure paintings or a lot of like, uh, if it's like more abstract. So it's yeah. like, it's not I mean, like I feel like be... I see it from like artists online, but I'm talking yeah. on like 
a grand scale of like art that's being like, like shoved in front of the that's public. Being put in, yeah, that's being put yeah. in museums. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which like there's there's you know, plenty of of beautifully drawn porn online. <laughs> but. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> and like it is art because someone's drawing that, but then it's like, yeah. what's the line between it being if, fine yeah. for a child to look at, yeah, and not? Is, I don't is know. The point of it to be porn, or is the point of it to have some other meaning? Does art need to have meaning? We're getting deep here. <laughs> Who's to say? Who's to say? Do you have anything else to say on this topic? Not really. I feel like I'm just more confused now than when we started. That's valid. Maybe me. Too. I feel like I know in my heart what the different. Like if I saw something, I would know. Mm-hmm. But that's also your perception and your Western exactly. understanding. Exactly. You know, and you and me probably have a similar perception of what is and isn't like sexually art versus, explicit versus versus art porn. Yeah, <laughs> versus porn that's just not art at all. <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's just the nasty stuff that they should stop making. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and oftentimes art, it's, art is used as an excuse for exploitation. Yes. Where it's like, oh, no, this is okay because this is art. And it's like, yeah, that doesn't give you an excuse to mistreat people or force them into situations where they're not comfortable or yeah. blah, 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 blah. Or just like art. throwing extraneous like sex scenes in or things like that. It's like, yes, this movie is art, but... Like, what was your real intention behind putting that in there? Yeah. If it has yeah. a purpose, great. If it does not have a purpose, I'm going to be mad at you. Yeah. All right, Kayla, what's our poll for this week? Oh, I don't know. Would you watch a porn musical? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the thing is, is that I would. <laughs> I mean, I would have to. I would have I would to. Have to. There'd be no. I'd have to. I would. I would have to know exactly what I was in for going in, and if yeah. it was gonna be like pretty bad, then I would definitely. I assume I'm seeing this live. I would just get myself a seat by the door. So yeah. if necessary, I can. Just you need one of those things myself. that's like the app that tells you when to go pee during the movie. You need one that tells you like when to like close your eyes. Yeah, and my ears. Maybe we Honestly, should ask. The ears is worse. That's fair. I don't. I don't you don't want to hear it. We we discussed. We've this discussed. This. <laughs> yeah. I guess we could ask. Like, what do you think the difference between porn and nudity in art is? Yeah. Do you think? I mean, I'm sure there are people out there who think that there's no difference at all. Yeah. And that, you know, porn is art in the same way that. Tits out Mona Lisa is art. I don't think she there exists a tits out Mona their, Lisa. I'm sure there does. There I'm sure someone somewhere. has like done it. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just I was thinking famous paintings that I could name. Tits out Mona Lisa. Tits out mm-hmm. girl with a pearl earring. Is she a minor? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just wondering. Because if she is Never mind. Then it gets complicated because free the knit, but also she's a minor and people will sexualize it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's like the Romeo and Juliet movie. Yeah. Babies. Why they tits fucked out. Up, fucked up shit. 
Okay, great. Kayla, what's your beef in your juice this week? Oh, man. Um, well, I have many beefs. I had to be in the hospital. Everyone has my book but me. L'hôpital. Um, my period started. That sucks. Um, my juice is that it's almost the weekend. Oh, my other juice is I got a new shirt today. And I'm only showing Sarah. Your mic is in the way? It says good girls go. No, it says bad girl. No, good girls go to heaven. Bad girls go to Roku City. Oh, wow. That's very good. (laughs) (laughs) It has... The Roku City, it has Roku City with the robot on it. I like Roku City. Me too. That's why I got this shirt. (laughs) It's from, I think it's called like Crying at the Club is the person that makes it. Um, Does your sweatshirt just say dork on it? Yes. Good. My aunt got me this from a garage sale. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Did you have a juice? That's... Yep, that was my juice. Oh, that was your juice. Every, was every week City. this happens where I fucking forget. Yeah, she just doesn't listen to me. <laughs> I yeah. do listen. It's just she I, doesn't. It, I don't. It doesn't stay. Oh, also anyway. beef and juice. I got my first round of like neuropsych testing today, which was exciting because it's like getting started. But also now I'm nervous that I answered the questions wrong. Which is impossible because it's an evaluation of my brain. But there's things I realized I, like, forgot to say. Yeah. I forgot to tell them how much I hate brushing my teeth. That would have been important for them to know. Yeah, that is pretty important to your character as a person. I think so. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, um, My beef and my juice. My beef is that my headphones are still profoundly broken. And they're... Over a year old, so they're outside of warranty, but they're less than two years old, which is, they shouldn't break. Hello? Um, so yeah, that's my beef. Did I have a juice? <laughs> I don't think you said one. My sister's wedding is soon. I'm going. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to wear yet. Oh my god. So my sister has this this stuffed bunny that she's had since she was very, very small. He is an extremely yes. fragile man because he's been through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He is a well-loved bunny. And my sister wanted a tuxedo for him to wear at the wedding. And so my cousin, who lives out here, made it for him. And I picked it up last weekend. And it is so cute. It's very small. It's so cute. Is he going to be present at the wedding? Um, I don't I don't think he's necessarily going to be, like, in the ceremony. But I th- he will be there because they're taking – he's going to be in photos. Yeah. That's good. Is the dog going to be at the wedding? Yes. That's good. She's she's coming down the aisle with me. That's very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just Rosie and Aunt Sarah, and also good. and also Caroline. Um, <laughs> you can tell us about your beef, your juice, your. Cactus, on our social media at Sounds Big Pod. Uh, what? <laughs> I couldn't think of a single word, Kayla. <laughs> My brain was That's, fucking empty. I don't know what to say to that. Um, <laughs> it's like, you know what? You know what just happened to me? You know how in a good place where Janet is malfunctioning and every time you yeah. ask for something, she just gives you a cactus? Yeah. 
that's literally what my brain just did. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um. Anyway, Good Place is such a good show. I should watch some of it, but I can't because there's so many things I might watch this, and I can't rewatch all things. Soundsfakepod.com. Flash book. Uh, this is a place mm-hmm. you can go. <laughs> we mm-hmm. also have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash soundsfakepod. Our, we have a, t- a new $2 Patreon. It is Kelly Carmine. Thank you, Hello. Kelly. You're so kind. Our $5 patrons who are promoting something this week are, they don't promote anything. Our $5 patrons who we are promoting this week are Byron Resnat, Kate Archer, Changeling and Alexis, Kat, Chris Lertano, and Colleen Walsh. Our $10 patrons who are promoting something this week are my Aunt Jeannie, who would like to promote Christopher's Haven, Maggie Pablo, who would like to promote the puppy Ezra Bean, Martin Giselle, who would like to promote his podcast, Everyone's Special and No One Is, and Maddie, who would like to promote Gender Euphoria. Our other $10 patrons are Arkness, Allison, R.E.K., Benjamin, Ibarra, Cass, Cinnamon, Toast, Punch, David J., David Nurse, Derek and Carissa, Al Bitter, J.B., question mark? Still still unclear about that. I hopefully will know by next week. This is it? Well, we might not. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Nathan Lish, Potato Purple Haze, Rosie Castello, Bear for Backpacker, Song of Storm, The Sea, Vince Turtle Tao, our $15 patrons, our Andrew Holm, who would like to promote the Invisible Spectrum podcast, Click for Caroline, who would like to promote East of Hearts, Dia Chappelle, who would like to promote Twitch.tv slash Maladia, Hector Maria, who would like to support friends that are supportive, I always fuck this up, S- promote friends that are supportive, constructive, and help you grow as a better person, John Young, who would like to promote the fact that I have not messaged them again, Kezia <laughs> Root, who would like to promote the fact that people who come into your life just for a small time, but right when you need them, Nathaniel White, who would like to promote NathanielJWhiteDesigns.com, Kayla Zanina, who would like to promote KateMaggartArt.com, and Sarah Jones, who is at Eternal Lolly Everywhere. Our $20 patrons are Sabrina Hawk, Merry Christmas from your parents, and Dragonfly, who would like to promote gay Excel sheets. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. Until then, take good care of your cactuses.